Hi guys! Welcome. I'm Kenzie Burke. And I'm Sabelle Levy. And, and this, this is, is the, the Cusp, Cusp Podcast. Hannah Minardi is an entrepreneur and leader with a rooted history in emerging startups. Raised between Hawaii and the central coasts of America, she's evolved beyond her savvy marketing roles in events and branding to launch Standard Self-Care. She believes that skin, with it being man's largest organ, has a lot of room to emerge as teacher and inform us of where in our lives we fall short of self-care and how we can raise our standard of living. Encouraging us to simplify our thoughts and approach to life and our skin, standard self-care is consciousness materialized. The thoughts and feelings we have towards our bodies, our skin, and our presentation are really potent, but the approach to softening and nurturing ourselves to achieve our desired standard of life is often made complex and overwhelming. Today, we get to deep dive into the gentle yet passionate mind of Hannah Minardi. Welcome, Hannah, to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Hi. So happy to have you. You are a beautiful human and have been such a great friend to me for so many years. And you just always light up the room whenever you're in it. And you are also a very badass entrepreneur, which we'll get into a little bit of you and your story. And we're happy to have you. Thanks so much for having me. I feel like this has been a long time coming and I'm excited to get to talk and spend some time with you guys both. Also, I was thinking about it and I, we were initially connected because we both were going through or I had gone through some autoimmune um, flares and I totally forgot that until the other day and it just, it feels so special that that was how we were connected because our mutual friend knew that I was going through that and it's just crazy to think how many seasons we've gone through since then Mm -hmm. which is really cool wow that is so beautiful i forgot about that that's Mm -hmm. why we were connected in the first place yeah and you have used your strength because a it's not easy to have an autoimmune disease and b it's not easy to have an autoimmune disease and also create your life and stand on your own two feet through it all and you have done it with so much ease and grace i think you and i have that in common it's like we're fighters yeah and 100 percent really I also feel a special connection with, which I'm sure you feel as well with anyone who's gone through autoimmune and anything on the spectrum of autoimmune and gone into a really deep health journey because you just, you see so many parts of yourself and you go through, it's a journey and it's Mm -hmm. really cool to have um, and have that in common with someone. I feel like God picks special people Mm, to go through. To go through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because who you become through that is so incredible. You become strong. I think that it also forces you to pick what's most important to you in life and fight for that. And I'm so grateful for that pain because it's made it very obvious to me what what I do want and Mm -hmm. what I don't want. And I think it also my biggest takeaway was that it ge- it gives you so much empathy for other people in a way that I, I didn't know I needed when it comes to health journeys and mm-hmm. just emotional journeys for people. There's so many friends that I have and family members that I empathize and just feel like I've gone through an even deeper layer with them because they've gone through a health journey after me. So I can just be there for them and you just know how to show up better. Yeah, and you learn so it. much about health too, mm-hmm. which is an amazing gift to have, yeah. I think. Would you, for our listeners, back yes. it up a little bit and just 
maybe share your story a bit, like who you are, where you're from, yeah. how you got here. <laughs> yes. So for anyone that doesn't know, I'm Hannah and I live in Los Angeles now, but I'm originally from San Luis Obispo and grew up there. Um, I also, all my family is from Hawaii. So I feel like I've, I'm so lucky to have grown up between both San Luis Obispo and Hawaii and just very special places that are so connected to the outdoors and just a pace of life that's very inspiring. Um, and then I moved to Los Angeles when I first came for school when I was 17. And just from there, I knew I wanted to work in the creative field and work and build businesses, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I first started um, just actually in more creative fields. I was a photographer when I first moved down here and I did that through school. And then very quickly, I met an amazing group of people that were very young, very inspiring, very entrepreneurial. And I was on the founding team of a food and beverage startup um, now, I think eight years ago, which is crazy that it's been that long. Um, from there, it was really fast growing and I met a lot of people through that process and um, started to get more into the product development and branding space and um, have been able to consult on both large and small companies with branding and product development and now started my own skincare line, which is standard self-care. And I'm really excited to keep bringing more products out into the world that are better for you and also just make your life better in every way. They are amazing products. I have to plug them. <laughs> 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 they're so good I know I'm biased but I'm no, really they're really good <laughs> and yeah. such is the nature of the cusp that we have Hannah here because not only has her efforts in kind of creating but sustaining and growing standard not only is that journey something that's really remarkable and kind of the value system that you have behind it and what your your efforts are in bringing that here to the world for us to experience. But it's also a lot of your own personal journey, cultivation, mm -hmm. changes, what you had to go through, what you've learned and kind of instilled and are bringing forth in your life that also are reflected in your brand. And Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, with Standard, it, it's been a journey and I'm so lucky I've gotten to work on so many different brands, bring different products out into the world. It's always been a personal goal of mine to have one product in every area of your home. So been able to do a lot of food products. Um, now I have Standard. I've also done some clothing in the past. So it feels like an amazing evolution to do that. But then also we call it standard self-care because we really wanted it to be a higher standard. Mm -hmm. And there are so many clean products in the world, but if they don't work, um, it could be as clean as possible with three ingredients. But if it doesn't work, you're going to go back to whatever products you're trying to chew. And everyone has those, whether it's for toothpaste, for deodorant, which I feel like is big That's for everyone. One. For yeah. skincare, you want what works. And so, you know, I personally am so passionate about the ingredients and products that I use and being so specific, but I knew if we were starting with skincare, it really had to work and be better. So with every product, we have three products right now, but with every one that we're iterating on, it has to be the best of what we're going to launch. So the best price point with the quality of the product and the ingredients you can feel super uh, confident about and just know like what you're putting on your skin really matters and so yeah that's really important to me 
I mean, to everyone. Yeah. And that also goes back to the um, autoimmune and the health mm-hmm. thing. Like I think when you go through a healing process, just yes. even in your life, even if you don't have an autoimmune disease, but yeah. you become so aware and sensitive to what you put on your body, what yeah. you put in your mouth, who you have around you, mm-hmm. all of that, because it all matters. It really does. And yeah. it's those little things that matter the most, I think. I agree. And your skin is your largest organ. It I soaks think. up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And skin is where you feel your confidence and your security. And in Ayurvedic culture, that is your sense of security is your skin. Mm-hmm. That's what the meaning is. And so it's like, how confident do you feel in your skin? Yeah. How secure do you feel when you're with others, when you're talking with others? And I think your skin is just something that, you know, either you can just go through the motions of the day and kind of not really think about it or you can be really intentional about what you're putting in your on your skin the time you're taking for Mm self-care and i think all of those things matter Mm -hmm. and your whole world is reflected on and through your Your skin skin. Mm -hmm. and when you have bad skin which i when i had my autoimmune Mm -hmm. it was the worst i mean when i moved to la i think my journey would have been so much easier the first two years if my skin was good because i had terrible skin when i moved here and I was at the worst of my autoimmune when I yeah. moved here too. But it made it so hard because I didn't want to make eye contact with people. I didn't so want to go out. Up, it would right? dictate my plans. Like I would cancel things or I didn't want to go to work. And it just getting through that kind of portal with your skin. Mm-hmm. And every time I have, I mean, I thank God every day when I'm like, okay, my skin looks yeah. okay. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> no, same. Yeah. And I, and even knowing that for my own personal journey and for standard we've built an amazing community now of people and we have my, i'm obsessed with our tiktok community i wasn't big on tiktok until we started our standard one um but our community there it's been so amazing to see but also it it burdens my heart too with how many people struggle with skin issues and mm-hmm. just it's such a big part of your world when you're dealing with your skin i didn't always have clear skin either mm-hmm. um when i was younger i did and then i feel like everyone goes through a certain phase where their skin flares and mine didn't flare until my 20s mm-hmm. and um I've, it just changes so much. Like you were saying, it can affect what plans you make, just your conversations with people. You can feel not present because you're, you're just like thinking. You're looking at mm-hmm. my skin. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I love about your products, because I think what ended up officially healing my skin, it was definitely my skin drove my health journey. I didn't get into yeah. health. Wow. for any other reason but my skin like i started cutting out sugar dairy gluten and you have yeah. amazing skin well now even, but even it was my- a journey and then it was through all these diet lifestyle yeah. that kind of changes mm-hmm. but then the icing on the cake was to stop the products because mm-hmm. i used to have a skin flare and i would buy anything like yep. any youtube person that said this worked i would buy yep. it mm-hmm. i caked my face in products and different things now i use like I'll clean my face with your balm and mm-hmm. put a moisturizer on. That's it sometimes at night. Or I try to just only do like one or two yeah. products at night, nothing more. And that has simplified. That's what's healed my skin the most. Yeah. I couldn't agree external. more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my number one health tip. Whenever anyone tells me, oh my gosh, my skin is flaring or I just traveled or I just ate this food mm-hmm. and now my skin is flaring. I always say simplify everything mm-hmm. and even go maybe one to a few nights with no products. Yeah. Sometimes when you just wash your face mm-hmm. and leave it and leave it, your skin gets so good. It's like, yeah. just don't mess with nature. Yeah. I always say our body always is trying to heal. Yeah. So it's mostly our own intervention sometimes yeah. that causes Sabelle the has issues. the best skin in no, the world. Do you want to tell them your skincare routine? Is it well, water and <laughs> Real quick, so. going back. So when I had PCOS, my skin oh, wow. did 
did that all all that fun stuff as well and I did the same thing and then I learned the root of it and so when I switched to just like super simplifying to the point Mm -hmm. where now currently don't kill me guys (laughs) I wash my face with hand soap it's fantastic I knew that was coming I felt it I felt it it, I'm, I'm, there's one thing I'm the most jealous of Sabella's is that I'm like you're washing your face with hand soap it's okay and you're in She'll your do 30s yeah. and you look like that okay cool no my my my, pantry, my bathroom now has standard and I can't wait to try it but no yeah my experience with skincare and this is going back to just like simplifying yeah. is I mean I got so simple right so I'm like on one whole extreme <laughs> yeah. of it but it's kind of just like caring and like caressing and just Mm -hmm. loving the skin. And that's what standard basically is doing. It's like this soft, Mm -hmm. delicate, overcoat, non-invasive, like loving attention to skin. And that approach to your brand is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. We also, that's why our name is standard self-care because we wanted each of our products to be a reminder to take a few extra moments for self-care. We live in this busy world. Mm-hmm. There's never enough things to do. There's mm-hmm. never enough plans you can make and time you can spend elsewhere. But if you take a couple extra moments for self-care, right now we have skincare, but we also want to develop other products that are in the more holistic health sphere and just have it be a reminder. Oh yeah, we want to. Deodorant we also want to do some supplements too. Um, and body care is next. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Shake it up. yeah, because having a brand is cool and all, but mm-hmm. the journey it takes to have a brand and to also have the confidence to keep going every yeah. day running a brand, which is probably the hardest thing you can do in the world. I think we should touch on your journey a little bit. Like what yeah. gave you this strength and courage and maybe spell you can play on this? Life is funny in the way that that things yeah. happen to us, but it happens for us and it helps navigate what it is that feels truer and aligned with what we want and want to bring out in this world and intentionally and ultimately give back to the community in service and in love and yeah I want you to shed light on kind of your journey in arriving here with the brand but also what's your relationship with and even now you could even go into this with with your business and how that's formed and roles but where has has kind of life occurrences where you didn't feel aligned with like brought you into alignment Mm -hmm. and also now in your business like where are you deciphering what is your power zone and then handing off other areas of the business to people that can support you and this this beautiful kind of landscape of of sharing and growing together and bringing in people that can help support you and build your brands even in in knowing us, we were going to talk today. I was thinking about the journey that where I came from and, and getting here. And I would have wanted to see when I was younger, someone who was doing a very unconventional route to their career. And so I feel like there wasn't a straight line where I was like, oh, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do this. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to get here and I'm going to get this degree and then go to business school and all of that. I had a a path that was very much all over the place, but I'm so grateful for every little dot on the journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, I had a very unconventional childhood, which I think prepared me to ebb and flow with life now. Um, I had amazing parents that really thought out of the box too. My dad pulled us all out of school when we were young and we homeschooled off and on just because he wanted to 
he wanted us to realize for ourselves that we could take ownership of our days and not um and know that we could get all of our schoolwork done in shorter amounts of time still learn and grasp everything that was in a curriculum but pick topics that we were really passionate about wanted to learn about or read for fun and read topics that didn't have to do with a school project um and just have hobbies that we could really invest in and invest time in and be outdoors as much as possible. So I'm really grateful for that childhood because then when I went to high school and I was thinking about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do, I already had that lens of I didn't need to just do proper steps that were laid out in front of me. So initially I came to LA for college Mm -hmm. and I was in very creative realms. And then um, I always just had so many ideas that I wanted to implement and things I wanted to do. And I met two very young entrepreneurs who were starting a company and they just really believed in me and them believing in me so young and being able to sit on the executive team of a founding company of a founding team of a company that was so young and very fast growing. It was one of the fastest growing food and beverage startups in um, 2015 to like 2018 timeframe and getting to have that experience so young was so invaluable uh, and really set up a lot of what I do now. Let's, let's bring it back to the food and beverage and like kind of this instilling in like your youth, that power that you can have in in being involved with something that can Mm -hmm. move forward so quickly and expansively. What, what kind of sparked that journey for you to take it in and under your own wings and bring standard about, and what's your journey with having evolved this company and your inner world, like your spiritual evolution, because it really, I think that how I view businesses is that people see the product Mm -hmm. and that's cool. Right. But really the journey to give, because I get messages all the time, like, how do I get the courage to quit my job and do this? Mm -hmm. And that's really the the thing because it's the product is just like the end result, but what goes on to get that product to the earth? It's not just about the product. You have to overcome yourself. You have to overcome fear, doubt, obstacles. Mm -hmm. That to me is what I like to talk about because it's so intense and and it really comes back down to the relationship you have with yourself and the respect you have for yourself and the discipline you have and the courage. And I think, you know, you touched on it a bit, but like your childhood being unconventional, I think definitely played a role, but Mm -hmm. there is anyone who makes a product or has a business, or even if you don't, like there's just an unwavering strength to creating your life in a non-conventional quote unquote security quote unquote way (laughs) yeah no totally for me having that childhood where I didn't have a conventional I was not at school every single day I was always I started my career when I was in middle school maybe even a little bit before middle school I started working in different creative realms and I think it just got my wheels turning Mm -hmm. that when I got got to LA and I really started to get in the rooms where people believed in me even before I had fully started my own brand I already was ready for it because I knew I had what was in me was enough self-discipline to make up for what I didn't know yet. And then I would just work hard at learning what I didn't know. And um, I think for starting your own company, you have to be very self-motivated. That's the one thing that I think no one can give to you. You just, you have all of the opportunities around you. I think everyone today, especially with technology, has so many opportunities and it's really for you to take take it and run with it. And um, actually my co-founder told said this to me the other day and I thought it was so true, but 
like God doesn't just give us miracles. I think sometimes, obviously, I love I love that miracles can just happen, but I really think God gives us opportunities to make those miracles happen, mm-hmm. and it's whether we are willing to do so or not. Yeah, and yeah. everything's energy, so mm-hmm. I think those miracles come to you when you put in to be the one who can receive them. Yeah. And then and then they come, but it all it you can't just wake up and just expect to have it's yeah. a compounding effect of days, weeks, years and then and then you're granted a gift. Exactly. From what you put in. And there's learning the balance of that too. I think you guys probably have gone through it with seasons two of the hustle culture and those crazy years. Like that first startup we worked in, we all worked for like 18 hours a day and had no balance and definitely felt the burnout from that and realized that you, you need the rhythms and rest. Yeah. I think that's beautifully said. The idea of balance in the sense that you, you have learned and come up with something in a system that works for you now where Mm -hmm. like everything is kind of equal on both ends and you're able to thrive and think out of the box and create space in your life to add new things. But then once that next thing gets added into your life to recreate that structure with that new thing that's been implemented, it's like an ever evolving approach to the rhythm Mm -hmm. of dance that is seasonal. And like you said, we don't have kids right now, but then there's going to be the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. With standard, do you, do you feel you had that rhythm like when you first started and it was pretty easy for you to grasp and move through or was there kind of obstacles that you were learning and overcoming while you were building it? You're also a manifesting generator, right? So you, yeah, and you, I know yeah, you, you have your hands in lots of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say my, also we figured this out too. My entire family are manifesting generators. Yeah, everyone. And so I've had that in me. And I think also talking about where I came from, my family are all so entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and have their hands in a million things. So I think for all my siblings, that's just kind of ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. My brother you cannot stop his ideas that he has. He has notes in his phone that go on forever of just business ideas and things. And that's just how we all yeah. interact with each other is with new ideas and what what should we do? What should we build? What's a creative idea? So, so man, Jen, of all, yeah, of, you. <laughs> of all of us. And I didn't know that until recently, but it makes perfect sense. But there's um, another degree of implementing that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So yeah, you have to have an idea, but then you have to really be able to put it into place. And I honestly thank my mom a lot for this, but my family's very creative. My dad is a musical genius, but she always saw that in me and my brother were very creative when we were young. And she would always say, you really need to work on the business side of your brain because you know, you need to have both. You can't mm-hmm. just be the crazy genius, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of amazing people out there who are. But you have to have both sides yeah, of your you brain being able to, to support mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that you can be creative and have these bigger than life ideas, but then know how to execute them. And so that became for sure with standard something where I have two co-founders too, which are amazing and they've helped in every part of the process. And it's been great to have people that we can bounce everything off of, which is great. And then I also, I love that I still get to consult on other brands, which I feel like keeps my creative wheels turning and helps so that with standard and with every stage of it, I'm also getting to work on different industries and, mm-hmm. and bringing in inspiration from not just the skincare world. So I think that's why with a lot of everything that we put out for standard, it doesn't just feel like just a skincare brand. So we really want it to be encouraging of the lifestyle of a higher standard. 
that's the best way to brand something. Yeah. It's got to be your life. And yeah. that brings me to also the journey of finding what you really want to do is mm-hmm. so important. And for anyone listening, if that takes five years, 10 years, it's so okay. Because from this, the field of what we're talking about, there is no balance and you mm-hmm. really do live and breathe what you do. I mean, you have to because mm-hmm. it just doesn't stop. It doesn't, I think what people don't see with people who have brands or you just, you're never really off. Like it mm-hmm. never, you can't just walk away at five or you can't, there's no holiday yeah. um, fully off your phone. And I think finding what you really want to do in life is so important and going on the journey to get there is so important because you have to love what you do yes. to be disciplined, to make it work. And your why has to outweigh the little things every day that you don't want to do. Yeah. That is what you sign up for when having any kind of startup yeah. is not having that same structure of, Oh, I can take off for a few weeks here and there. And, um, I get, to turn off at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. But for me, I'm so passionate about building brands and uh, better for you products and really changing people's worlds from the products that they use to the experiences that they have in their day-to-day life. And so it doesn't feel like work mm-hmm. to me, which I think is when you know that you're in the right place. Yes, that's yeah. when you know. And that's yeah. that greater purpose that you've tapped into and standard and everything else that you you're involved in is kind of just that tool for you to be that mm-hmm. outlet for that period in your life or that time yeah. in your mind. And that's how it is with Kenzie. And that's how it is exactly. with me. And it's like a constant ever evolving. Why? Because not only is like change invaluable because it's supporting your growth and we change and our brain change and our chemistry change, our biology changes, everything mm-hmm. changes. So is it not so that your environment and the tools and the brands and the products that you're coming out with are growing with you? But to learn and understand that about you and then also kind of challenge it in you where you're like, is this serving me? Is this tool aligned with where I'm at? Is this Mm -hmm. playing in that rhythm and that dance of my life at this moment? And for you, you, you seemingly are always working with that and like dancing with the sound that's like playing at that time in your life. It's incredible. You dance really well with ease. We were voice messaging the other night and this reminded me that we wanted to talk about this, but in your voice message, you said something about, you know, you and I always parallel because we've gone through so many changes in life Mm -hmm. through this, our journey of our twenties and up to, you know, to our evolution. And you really go through that with grace a lot and hold everything very nicely while you're going through your changes <laughs> but a lot. I think we should talk a little bit about going through changes yeah in life I mean I feel like it's just so interesting to go through your 20s in LA and be working in in this field which we both have and well all of us have but I feel like that's why we connected so deeply in in different seasons is because you're going through starting a company and there's things that come with that, but then you're going through evolving with friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. And there's so many uh, of different layers that happen on top of it. And you're just figuring out, yeah, the rhythm that makes everything go and work well together. Recognizing something for what Mm -hmm. it is and then choosing, is that the way I'm going to continue moving with it? Or am I going to pivot it? Am I going to change it? Am I going to bring something new into my life? And then that brings up something that we were talking about earlier too, which is, that there is not something or an experience that defines us and we do have the power to 
take what we like from something that we did experience and like find the beauty in those things, find the beauty in the hardships. Mm -hmm. And then also maybe use that as like a power and a fuel to say, you know what? I don't like that. That was an example set that doesn't work for me. That was something Mm -hmm. that I saw that is not how I envision my future. Okay. So then what am I going to do to grasp and like utilize that and, and create something new of it and to form something new of it and change the music and to not hold on Mm -hmm. to that because we've all made mistakes we've all had Mm -hmm. hardships we've all come from different places everybody has that Mm -hmm. and i think what can separate you in the form of excellence is being in a space of not holding on to things that didn't work out for you or hardships or a deck of cards you had you've been dealt Mm -hmm. that have been hard and not using them as your excuse it's kind of simple yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. no I think you have to think we were talking about this but I think you have to think everything and every experience that has happened to you everyone has things that are hard and for me in my own life and everything that I've gone through that was really challenging and really hard I've taken the time to really think those people think those experiences because they made me who I am today and I wouldn't be mm-hmm. the same without it. Mm-hmm. And, and when you can get to that place, it's so special and you feel so much freer and able to really go in your purpose when you can release it and just say, thank you. Yeah. If you can flip that narrative and, and look back and be like, okay, if I had this experience, like what is something and like a part of my character today that maybe mm-hmm. was formed through that? And what is something in my identity that I'm so proud of, that I value so strongly, that was formed through that? And when you like flip that narrative, kind of like bring attention to that, you almost want to have wished you had more of it. Mm-hmm. Not that like the pain is something we can't, in, like that's, you know, sometimes it's like you can't endure that. It's it's so much. Yeah. And sometimes you, you want to wish things away. But as yeah. you grow older and like I'm experiencing this and I know that you guys are too, like I... I'm so thankful and grateful and like wishing and proud and kind of honored that I am built to have been introduced to such experiences where I came out of them strong and I am formed and Mm -hmm. then I have the power of control over my life. And it makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. We don't choose what our deck of cards that are dealt to us, but it makes us who we are and everything Everything we experience is just another piece to the puzzle that gives us the tools that up levels us, like having an autoimmune disease. It Mm -hmm. put me on the search of health and that has served me so greatly. My entire life is built on that. And had I not had that, you know, I wasn't interested in health growing up. My, my mom kind of was, and I wanted to eat what the kids at school were eating. Like I I resisted it because I thought we were weird, Mm -hmm. but had I not been forced to, dig deep through something that was hard, I wouldn't have found that passion. Um, And I think the same with relationships, like so many people, and I've been in this place too, but you can, you can go back to different scenarios or different relationship dynamics that have been hard or or situations that just, you feel like you got the short end of the stick, but the strength you get through that and the clarity. And then this is what I will call into my life. And this is who I do want to be. I think you just have to love the journey and love yourself so much for everything. So true. I know me and my siblings kind of laugh about it sometimes because we all think, how do we, how are we going to raise kids one day? Because Mm -hmm. we don't want them to have to go through even an ounce of what we did in our childhood. That was very difficult and hard, but it made us who we are today. And it Mm -hmm. shaped our, how we think and how we view ourselves in the world and our, our strength that built 
every part of us. So how do we do that with kids without having them go through what we did? It's, um, yeah, you really have to be thankful for the journey and every step of it, which I think is also how we connected to Kenzie, because I think I'm just very attracted to people who's, who never let themselves stay stuck and are always trying to evolve. And, you know, when you face something hard, it's one thing to recognize it, but then to say, Oh, I don't want to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you, yeah. <laughs> that's my specialty. Yeah. The purger. Yes. I'm the purger. If yeah. anyone needs an ass whooping yeah. to move forward, you just give I, me a call. I truly always thought I was a purger until I met <laughs> Kenzie. <laughs> I realize Next there's levels level. to things. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good though. I'm starting to be known for that. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, it, it's good to always be challenged with that mindset though. I think it's a mindset. It, it, we have such a busy world and you can have so much stuff, so much content, information, so much input. And it's just a mindset to be like, oh, how can I operate with less so that my you mind can be clear, my is clear, mm -hmm. excavate, mm -hmm. the less is more. It feels so much better. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, you have yeah. room and space mm -hmm. to listen to within when you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but really, I think it's something <laughs> we don't think about much. We have so much sensory overload today. My yeah. My grandpa doesn't even have a cell phone, which he's my inspiration for life, but he won't get a cell phone. He refuses to. And it's always, I always thought it was kind of silly and annoying when we were growing up because I just thought he was trying to be difficult. But mm. now I realize how valuable it is and how different it is from the way that we operate in our day-to-day -day lives because he doesn't have anyone who can just reach him at any point. He gets in his car, he's in his own world, he focuses, he gets what he needs to get done, and then he can talk to anyone when he gets home and has a landline. Wow. wow. Yeah, and it kind of brings us back to the beginning of this podcast, the mm -hmm. cleanse, the you know, less is more yeah. of the skin and um, the less is truly more. And I think that's what I'm so passionate about yeah. is, is everything less everything less and quality instead of quantity. And because it's all just noise and everything is energy and we get so full, whether it be from food or products or people or things. And now, especially there's so much information out there. So people have an information overload. Like even I notice all the time with diet, they're like, what about my glucose? What about my protein? What about yeah, this? And it's like, I you bet. are so indoctrinated with mm -hmm. so much information that you can't even tune into what is going on in mm -hmm. here. So you don't true. even know what your body wants because mm -hmm. there's so much stuff yeah. out there. And that's where I've been like clean, clear, like clear out your body. Mm -hmm. You don't need that stuff. And same with clear, like what you put on your skin. And even if you're going through an acne journey, it's so scary. And I feel like so scary, you yeah. want to just like keep putting all this shit on there. And anytime mm. I have anything on my skin, I'm like, I have this urge to just like put 18 things yeah. on it. But it's... um creating that space to just trust in your body and trust in what God wants for you yes. and just less is more and let yourselves and your body and your life regenerate. Yeah. It always has a real problem too, or issue. I think with skin and your skin is flaring, your body always is looking to heal. So it can be so scary, but then if you really take a step back and really think about what did you do that week? What are you yeah. eating? Are you stressed out? Yeah. What's the real, and it could be products you're using. That's one thing. I think they aggravate it. I mm -hmm. think that it skin is always internal. Yeah. yeah. It's the number one question that, and I mean, we'll all get it because yeah. 
you have really good skin too, but people will always say, what is your skin? Yeah. And it's like, it's inside. Yeah, It no, starts it in within. And if you have something on your skin, there's something inside happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also it's, it's also not like a quick fix scenario where let's say you think back on the last week and recognize something and then give your skin or your, your, your body the space to like recollect itself and yeah. heal it. But also you know, things can have like a very lingering effect. So Mm -hmm. let's say the last six months of your life have been great, but then all of a sudden you're experiencing something new and you're like, where does this come from? Well, is there something beyond that? Because right, things things have this habit to arrive when we create room for it to come and our body can reflect that too. So it doesn't even need to be something that's more recent. Like, what did you do? It can be something that has just finally had the room to just like emerge and be like, Mm -hmm. hi, I exist. That's yeah. so true. Or and what's not serving you at yeah. that time. Like something serves you. And I think we as humans, we hold on to that. Like, oh, well, I do that. That does this for me. Mm-hmm. And Sabelle, you know, because you've gone through a few things lately and I've been like, dig deeper yes. because there's something I there. Like that's a theme right yeah. now. I just had this combo with a friend and I've completely changed a lot of my food and wellness philosophy. I think as we've grown up every year, I've changed mm-hmm. it or just tweaked it. But I was just talking with one of my close friends who's dealing with a few health concerns and she's probably done every trend trend diet thing in the last year. And some are amazing and I think have a lot of benefits to them. There's no problem. It just, none of them have been working and have solved any of her health problems. And she just got, she did a very strict cleanse and then got her blood work back again and still has same issues. And I was telling her, I think you have to go inward. I think what you're missing with all these diets, which they could be very helpful. And I know that they have a lot of health benefits and I've used a lot of them in my own day-to-day life. But if you're not going inward, there's something internally that your body is reacting to Mm -hmm. and it's stress and it's things that you're not letting yourself just sit and see what comes up and see, like you said too, it could be something from a while ago that you didn't have the time and space for and your body is, you know, a year plus later, just it can be childhood childhood and it's just now coming to the surface. I remember when I turned 23 ish, I think like 22, 23, I felt a wave of so many emotions. I didn't know why my life was the same. I saw the same work scenario and I was talking with an older mentor and I was, I I don't know what's going on. I'm just so feeling everything right now. And she was saying, there's different years in our life that things come up and you almost have to re reprocess through it all and re-accept it and then thank it again for that experience in that time so you, you really have to be more intuitive I think with all the wellness which I love the wellness world and you're in it and it's very fun and there's so much to learn and but there's so much content that mm-hmm. happens and just because it's a new fad to do carnivore it's a new fad to do this or that doesn't mean that's what your body needs mm-hmm. um and yeah I feel like we all need to be way more intuitive yeah yeah have space within to listen to within and Mm -hmm. that also goes back to loving the journey and Mm -hmm. um taking the signs of something greater than you because yeah when those things happen like it's it happens because you need to pivot it's Mm -hmm. like a relationship dynamic that's off or something you're doing that's off or universe god source wants you to step into something new so they're just making what works what has worked for you not work for you anymore Mm -hmm. and how can we listen to those messages if we're listening to the external world and following our life based on that and that's why it's all about just you have to tune in and Mm -hmm. i think something that 
Anna helped, like you just talking about your friend yeah. that I was, I'm really into cleansing. And so I've been like reading a lot about cleansing and studying cleansing and yeah. I was reading about this girl who had cancer and she tried all these different diets. She tried everything and the doctors kept wanting to do all these things for her. And finally she was just like, I'm going to water fast. Like I'm going to starve the cancer. And the doctors were like, that's a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. So she water fasted for one week and she went in and the tumor shrunk like 90% because she starved the cancer. And then through that, it's like, she got so much clarity and she stopped going to the doctor. She started listening to within Mm -hmm. and it's such a great example. And people really spiritual people, they go on water fast and stuff because, and I love to cleanse. Yeah. I love to cleanse, not for my, not for my physical body, not to look a certain way, but because the less you put in your body, the more space it has. And when you're cleansing, like doing a water fast or just cleansing in general it's so confronting because you don't we eat and we fill up Mm -hmm. when you take that away Mm -hmm. you create so much space and you're like holy shit yeah Yeah. and it it makes you look within and then going back to what you're saying about your friend trying the different diets like it's not it's never about the food Mm -hmm. it's always about what's the root of that and how can you find the root of that if you can't tune into yourself yeah it's so true and and I'm very passionate about the things that I put in me and I'm very specific but I always think about I had a friend um, when we were younger that her dad was so strict on food was the quintessential health guy and he passed away from cancer really young very young when she was in high school and so I always think of that and I go back to that in my head whenever there's things that I'm just trying to control too many aspects of because we all have those things that mm-hmm. we feel like, oh, if I do this, this, and this, my life's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. My health's going to be perfect. It's not in our it's control. Suffocating. Yeah. And like the stress of it. And so sometimes with health things, you know, it doesn't matter, like you were saying about what diet you do or how strict you are with certain food. Yeah. If you're not paying attention to the signs that your body's telling you because you're so busy, mm-hmm. then you can still have crazy health things come up. Yeah. Let's use me as an example, which is so <laughs> recent. So yeah. Last week, I threw my back out, and it happens to me once in a while, and usually I just do the ice bath, the tiger bomb, and all that. This time, I knew it was just something more. I was like, it's my lower back. That's my foundation. That's like the foundation of my spine and my support, and where Mm -hmm. am I not feeling supported in my life? And then I lost my voice, and I had a sore Mm -hmm. throat, and I couldn't speak. And I was like, okay, what am I not speaking towards someone or something what am i not vocalizing basically what am i keeping in and a few people are like get a strep test you know you might need to go on antibiotics i'm like no that's not the issue like and i think i know what it is and i just need to start to speak it and kenzie and i had an incredible conversation (laughs) that was like a foundation conversation kind of themed around foundational support like how are we working together what does our future look like and then also i needed to vocalize some things that i hadn't yet that was stuff that was always in my mind how do i see my life moving forward if i'm going to create new avenues in my life and i need the freedom to breathe what does that look like financially etc i I couldn't talk for a few days. Kenzie and I had the call. And then afterwards, when I was about to take another throat lozenge, I swallowed. And I was like, what the hell? My throat was, I was alive. I was speaking. It was my, 
throat pain was completely gone. I was like, I don't need a lozenge. I was this the culprit. I threw her back out. <laughs> well, kind of, sort of. But like, we, I mean, we came to this resolution where like, I'm this fairy and Kenzie's fire. And I was kind of just like fumed and lit on fire, but not because I even realized it. Like yeah. I love Kenzie's go energy. Like I thrive yeah. with it. The way we brainstorm and like come alive and like move and grow and travel and all this is incredible. But then again, I'm also like many years ahead of her. I'm in a different phase in my life. So for us to have this conversation where we- And you're built different. And I'm built different. Yeah. Like she's a manifesting generator. I'm a reflector. Like yeah. I have completely like open energy centers. So- it was insane to just take a second and intuitively be like, what is going on with my body? Why is my back thrown out? Wow. And why is my voice lost? Clear communication can help so many things. And also have you read Louise Hayes? You can heal, heal yeah. your life. You should read that, Sabelle. It's so okay, good. It. That's it's yeah. so good. Book. I have like seven And it's just a book you have to have at home because it has a whole... Yes, so if something is off, yeah. you just oh, look up cool. back or you look mm -hmm. up whatever is going on. And it tells on. you the emotional reason. That's for super it. cool. I've been Googling that. But yeah, you can go Google reference that too. the book in that. That's mm -hmm. amazing. It's amazing. No, it's true. And, and you know, even on a sacral level, like mm -hmm. you're connected to, to to color and kind of if you notice you're in a funk or you're in a state if your body's going through something your skin's going through something it's also like what are some tools outside of you that you could bring into your world what yeah. are some like materials some colors that you could bring in and all this stuff is so real what are some of your tools kenzie Ooh, I like to oh. get unstuck to get unstuck. I love asking people this. Oh, well, I'm just an excavator. So, for example, Savelle's story is very beautiful, but I knew, <laughs> I knew when she was like, my back's out, I can't speak. I was like... She knew before I did. I knew. And so I called her and I was like, this is what's going on with us. We're in this pattern. This kind of keeps happening. Yeah. And... Um, I'm on jet fuel, you're on a different thing. And like, we keep trying to keep up with each other and then it's ending in, in exhaustion or mm -hmm. frustration on my ends. Like it's never the same. Um, but anyways, my tools are just like facing it head on. And I think I was thinking about this the other day because I used to get so nervous and I don't know where that came from. And I think it was really a lineage thing. Like, I think it was more my parents and just living like a kind of normal life. But I used to always, so I always had jobs and I always had all these yeah. things and I was always in different school systems, but I'd always want to, to move forward and like leave it. And so I, whenever I had to put a two weeks notice in, I would be riddled. Like I would rehearse it in my head. I would think, I would make myself sick because I didn't want to disappoint people. And I was thinking about this the other day and just thinking, I think one of my strengths now is anything is off and I immediately address it head on. Like I will just call Sabelle and I'll be like, dude, I threw your back out. Like we got to figure this out. Yeah. We can't do business in this way anymore. We have to do this. We have to think of what we're going to do. Otherwise, like this isn't going to work. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that that ability, like that's something I've recognized in myself lately is I have zero fear in doing that. And I'm just doing that. I think I came from building confidence in that, but I realized how much better I feel and how much faster life can change and how much everyone around you can benefit if you immediately address things head it's on so when true. they're wrong, mm -hmm. when they're not right. And yeah. like 
my body is tells me everything. And the second I know something's off, I feel it. I can see in someone else when something's off. Like I knew when Sabelle's like my back's out, I was like, dude, oh my gosh. So, and I can always see that. And yeah. so my number one tool is just addressing it immediately. Like if I have it's really good bloat or inflammation, I'm like, I am not aligned right now. Yeah. I'm feeling frustrated. And I'm like, just last week, it was, I, I was just feeling so cooped up and just mm -hmm. stuck in LA. And it's been so cloudy. And mm -hmm. I've gone through so much this winter in business and like creating so many things with no break and just not being able to step away from it. And I could feel it in my body. And yeah. I was like, I need to just leave town for a minute to breathe and to get into new energy and get out of my routine. So I think my number one tool and skill is just action and facing things head on like that relieves so much dis-ease in the body it's just confronting things right away having conversations speaking the truth and making taking actions to make immediate adjustments but before That's you even right. arrived to action you had that whole journey of increasing and like strengthening your relationship with your intuition to even arrive to that point where immediately mm -hmm. you do know the thing that you need to confront and that so, comes from a compound so effect go, of my, so let's, yeah. like, <laughs> let's like go even further. So those days when you were even trying to like arrive to the place of figuring something out, what was a tool for you to, to, that's good. Yeah. Let's do that. I mean, it's been my journey. So it started with food. That was my first thing. It was, it was mm -hmm. my skin kind of my autoimmune disease in my skin. So it started with food. And then I realized through food, oh my God, we have so much power over our physical body. That's mm. incredible. And then that started awakening me. So then that started my spiritual journey and evolution. And I think it's just been everything I've done. Like I've definitely committed to a path of spiritual evolution, physical evolution, mm. and it's through everything. It's through meditating. It's through breath work. It's through signing up for different things, learning more about myself, diving deeper, changing diet, um, cleansing the body. It's just like not stopping that whole evolution. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it's, that just comes down to being on the path of self-development and wanting it. Mm -hmm. And I want to be better every single day. Yeah, so that yeah. drives my choices. Good. Mm -hmm. Facing things head on is probably one of my life's biggest journeys I think it makes you feel so much clearer and better to do but it was not part of my initial operating system mm -hmm. what are your practices that's becoming one of mine actually my Very tools yeah my best friend who's kind of like my older sister she always pushes me to that almost on the daily she'll I'll respond to her about something she's like that was a meek response <laughs> like redo it which I which has been so exceptional in my own personal growth to just have someone who's who will do that mm -hmm. and you know we'll talk about a hard situation she's like I, I think you're being meek about it just mm -hmm. like face it and get it mm -hmm. done with in a clear way and be strong and own your power. And that's something that was not initially ingrained in me. I think I'm a bit softer. I have a lot of strong ideas, but sometimes I just, I care so much about people. People yeah. mean everything to me. Relationships mean everything to me. So I never want to, I guess, make anyone upset. And so because of that, I think sometimes in the past, my operating system was a bit more meek with my responses and dancing around things. So I yeah. don't rock the boat too much. So I've been trying to be better at that. But I do think overall, I always just think when I'm stuck, it's how can I move? So whether that's moving my body, whether that's mm. 
in a forward motion with work, you know, if I'm stressed about one thing, it's like, what's the next best step is always what I try to think about, not what, how sulking and how hard it is or what's hurting and burdening me. It's more like, what's the next best step? Just one. And then after that, what's the next best step after that? So sometimes it's like just drinking water, working out, getting good sleep, just focusing on the essentials. Yeah. And the steps forward. I think that concludes the whole podcast and everything we've touched on. You have to just take the step forward. You can't hold on to anything of the past to keep you stuck. And I think that's the tools and the number one wellness trick you can do is just one foot in front of the other and not sit in it. And that's where the disease comes from. Yeah. Don't add the fluff. So coming back Mm -hmm. to the essentials, it's like, you, if there's so much going on and there's so much clutter, like how are you simplifying? Mm-hmm. How are you coming back to the essentials and then assess the essentials and raise them to a higher standard? Yeah. And really that's like the strong baseline and foundation. Totally. I realize my other big thing that I always think about is that I always think of how I can just serve someone else mm-hmm. when I'm going through it and I feel s- stuck. I think the best thing you can do is choose to serve someone else and figure out just one thing. It could be a text you could send someone, yeah. call someone that you haven't called in a minute or just do something, some active service for someone else and uh, just be very grateful. I think gratefulness is a magnet for miracles and yeah. it shifts everything. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then on a final note that I think <laughs> would be such a strong way to kind of shift our perspective on on things, things we're going through, but maybe even yeah. a place we're at where we're happy, right? doesn't even need to be something that we're trying to like evolve from. Mm-hmm. But if, if your current experience is something you're watching or witnessing in someone else and they asked you for advice or they asked you for reflection mm-hmm. and you observed that in them, what are a few things that you would say to them and then apply that onto yourself? So how would I say a so, few highlights of life right so, now? No, I think just in general, like Oh, you're just saying like in general, yeah, Yeah, to anyone, yeah, to anyone that's listening. I think the general notion that like when you are feeling stuck or even just you're not feeling stuck at all, but it's important to have check-ins is like, that's a beautiful way to check in is you kind of like assess where you're at, like the good and the bad, or maybe it's all good, or maybe Mm -hmm. you do feel it's all bad flip the scenario, like put all the feelings and experiences that you have onto someone else. And if you're looking at a loved one that's going through all that, how do you reflect onto them? And then let that be a reflection onto you. Cause sometimes we're, we're so in it that we can't even think for ourselves or even arrive there. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it's separated from us, Mm -hmm. we see it in someone else. We, it's like all so clear. It's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's really not. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever, whenever I'm going through tough times like that I, I or if it's in someone else just going back to being grateful it's so basic but mm-hmm. if you can really sit and just be in awe I always when I'm stuck I always know it's because I'm not feeling in awe and I need mm-hmm. inspiration around me that's why you know I'm from where I'm from means a lot to me because when I go there it's so beautiful and it makes you instantly in that place of awe so that's yeah. why sometimes when I'm in a city I don't feel that unless I I force myself to go out in nature in some way, be at the beach, go on a hike, go for a run somewhere that's very much in nature because I want to feel in awe and it makes you realize how much you have and how much you can be grateful for. I think all of us are living in someone's dream in some part of our life. And I always try to remind myself of that because I'm so lucky and so blessed. So I just try to say that every day. Yeah. That's beautiful. And you're usually always living 
a part of your life that you were wishing for at one point. Mm-hmm. And we don't take enough time to recognize that. Yeah. That's why I always keep, I keep a journal of everything for since I was little, because things that you prayed for, they could have been so small or just thought of like, oh, I would love this. Or I hope one day I have friends like this. Usually you'll look back at it much later, at least for me. And almost everything that I've really had my heart invested in and I ended up having later, even small things. And it's so beautiful to see. Yeah. So beautifully said. Mm -hmm. You're stunning human. You guys are. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank you you for coming on. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram at Kenzie Burke and at Sabelle Levy. And be sure to follow the podcast at The Cusp Podcast 1P. It's home to inspiring quotes, many more conversations. Everything is linked in the show notes. We are so grateful you are here. Stay tuned for an exciting next episode. Bye for now.